Jack, you want to start? Uh, what's going to be different about this team? Absolutely. Um, so starting in the offseason, our whole motto and the thing that we value was just loving the process and, and get being engulfed in, you know, being a blue collar worker and, and everything that goes into that. Um, and, you know, our thing is just doing the small things. We think if we do the small things correctly. Of course, the winning and stuff will take care of itself. So just loving the process. And that goes back to, you know, being great student athletes, going to work in the classroom, going to work in the weight room. You know, being being teachable, coachable, and uh, being leaders, and so that that's that's what we've been about since the end of last season. Yes, sir. Coach Coffee, with the success that the team has had in the past couple of years, making it to the quarterfinals last year, what are the expectations going into the twenty twenty? Uh, so the way we kind of approach that is we take it week by week. We want to we want to get we want to chase the best version of ourselves each and every day. So I tell the guys. On Tuesday, I should be better than what I was on on Monday. On week two, we should be better than what we were on week one. And so that's the way we kind of kind of approach that, you know, and not necessarily put a in-game goal. We're just going to take it week by week and, and day by day. Yes, sir. How many of seniors we have on the roster this year? Right now, we have 15 seniors on the roster. Uh, I think we graduated 18 last year, 15 this year, and we have a, a, a very large class of 2026 20, and class of 2027, so, yes, sir. With the loss of uh, several key players last season, now to the college level, how do you really go to reload the team to stand uh, I think, you know, just those guys who played junior varsity last year and they were able to get um, able to get meaningful, meaningful minutes in, in varsity games, those guys got to kind of step up and play. Um, a lot of those guys were able to play on Friday nights last year, and so, you know, just kind of seeing some of those, young, some of those younger guys and how they were able to develop throughout the offseason, you know, those guys got to step in and be able to fill some of the shoes of of the Kelton Smiths and the Dan Reeds and the Jamar Riley's and, and guys like that. And so, um, you know, we feel pretty good about who, who's coming in and stepping up uh, to fill those shoes. Now, those are humongous shoes to fill, but at the same time, uh, we think we got a you know a good group of guys that's, that's eager and, and ready for that, ready to fill that task. Coach, can you talk about the today? Absolutely. To the left of me, this is Braylon Jakes. Um, when you start talking about a all-around class act, um, an amazing person, amazing individual, great student. He leads by example. Uh, he comes to work with that blue collar and that hard hat every single day, and that you know that's just who he is, and that's what he does. Uh, an amazing student too. Um, right behind me, this is Jeremiah Brownson. Same thing. An amazing person, an amazing individual. He leads by example within the school comes from an amazing family. Um, and, you know, he, he, he's a guy that he embraces everything that we're about. And then we have Cam Dawson, number 55. He's a three-year starter at Carver. He started in the state championship game the year before I got there. He's Carver through and through, and he understands exactly what it means to be a Carver Tiger. So these are these are three of my three, three of our leaders. Coach, you talk about the players, but let's talk about your coaching staff. Absolutely. That helps make a great head coach. One of your former coaches is now the lead man at Shaw. So how did you go about replacing him? And who are some of the other guys that right. give credit to helping your staff? Right. Um, in coaching, that's always tough, you know, when you have turnover. And, um, you know, with Coach Gardner, he's an amazing coach, amazing individual, a great friend of mine. And I know he's going to do great things. Um, and those are tough shoes to fill. Um, but we were able to bring in some guys, uh, Coach Damian Daniels, 
Um, some people that were in the building already, like Coach Michael Oso, he rejoined the staff. And so, you know, they just got to kind of step in and, 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 and play their roles and, you know, just kind of be team players. And I think we've done a really good job of doing that um, since January. Yes, sir. One thing I like about the chemistry of this team, these guys are – a lot of the guys play, have played together all the way from CYL, so they've been knowing each other, you know, over years. And, and so that helps. And then we've done a lot of stuff this summer, I think, to kind of break the monotony of being at practice every single day and lifting weights, but also building camaraderie, like going on road trips together, going to camp down in South Georgia with one another. And I think that has helped tremendously uh, because – and I remind the guys all the time, during this season, they spend more time with us than their actual, their actual family. So I think, you know, with this group, they, they are very close, like very, very close. And you can kind of see it at practice. Yes, sir. Hope you lost Nadell's college. Yeah. I had a quarterback thing going on there. Have you named his starting quarterback? So right now our starting quarterback is Matthew Mungin. Uh He's a kid from Fort. Um, he played behind the veil last year. He actually played the whole second half for the first round of the playoffs. So he's the guy, you know, that's gonna be, you know, leading the ship this year. Um, and we're really excited about him. He he has a a very very high ceiling, um, and a lot of potential at the quarterback position. I mean, he has the size, he has the arm, he has the athletic ability, and also, you know, the 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 mental uh, aspect that it takes to be a quarterback. So we're extremely excited about what he can bring to the table. And he's a sophomore, so you know, he has the opportunity to lead this team for three years. Coach, with the additional football stadium this year with Otis Spencer and A.J. McClung, where are you typically going to be playing your home games? Well, Carver, you know, most of our games are at A.J. McClung. Um, but I think it's a good mixture this year between A.J. McClung and, and, and Otis Spencer. Jeremiah Branch going to be B. For you? Uh, class 2024. How you doing? Right, yeah, how you doing? How was making the transition um, from you to that Carver? Uh, the transition was pretty easy. Um, I kind of knew a few players at Carver, um, and they just kind of made it um, easy to transition. They, they're loving it. It's just a family tradition there. How did the level of competition? I had to step up. I had to step my game up. I just knew I could, it wasn't no cakewalk. It was at the work every day, um, earn my spot. Jeremiah, talk about uh, learning from Coach Damian Daniels. He's a was an all-world player back in his day. So I know as a player, having someone coach you that was successful in his own right, what does that mean to be coached by him? Being coached by Coach Dane, and I've been working with him for a couple of years. Uh, it's he's a really uh, good coach. His experiences that he brought to the team just really helped us out a lot, and he just makes the game easier for everybody. Jeremiah, when you look at the Carver players of the past, like an Isaiah Crowell, a Brinston Buckner, a Jarvis Jones, in your mind, what does it mean to be a Carver Tiger? Uh, being a Carver Tiger means come to work every day. It's a uh, it's a tradition. Like I said. Um, that bars up here, and we don't plan to move it. What's your personal goals for yourself this year? Personal goals. My personal goals is as big as this team. We want to win state. Um, I plan to lead the region in uh, interceptions this year. You can just elaborate a little more on your first impressions of being with Carver. When I came in, I see everybody working. It's just nobody slacking, no no breaks, no everybody just working. Everybody got that same mindset. Everybody got one the same end goal to win the state championship. Yeah, I don't think many people have seen um i help my mom's non-profit organization let's grow steam i help with uh dj with, uh sports vision during the uh Fountain city classic yeah that's about it yeah
<laughs> oh yeah, Isaiah Crowell cat too. Yes, sir. What are you most looking forward to this season? Uh, just getting better day by day, helping the young guys out. Um, and in goes Wayne State. Uh, how was it with your teammates accepting you from another school, or were you mostly familiar with most of the players? Oh yeah, it was real well. Yeah, like I said, we uh, we grew up playing middle school together, CYF, uh, River City, and it was just. Right, going back home. Yeah, just going back home, kind of, yes, sir. Cameron Dawkins, class 24, offensive tackle. Let's talk about you being a three-year starter, man. You've kind of been in this program for a while now. How do you really go to influence the players on you? Uh, I hope they're influenced them by um, all the knowledge that I already have from um, former players, from Lil Cradle, Elijah Pritchett, um, DJ Riles, and other guys. And how do you separate the, uh, the college and recruiting within the course of the absence? They're responsible on this team, I separate that by focusing on the now and our end goal this year, which is winning the ring. I just focus on everything I got going on right now, helping the younger guys because I know we're going to need them to win this year. Coach mentioned that you played in the state title game. What would it mean to get back? It would mean a lot to get back because you know I won that ring my 10th grade year. So if I get that with my brothers now, it would mean a lot. What are some of the things that you tell the younger players just not coming in since you are special? I tell them they got to trust the process. They got to trust the coaching. Like some guys don't want to believe what the coach is saying, but the coach tells you something. He's telling you for a reason. So I you just talk to them about their attitude. Yes, uh, I just emphasize on just trusting the coaching. That's the only thing you can do. You trust the coaching, you're gonna win. What does it mean to play for Coach Coffee? It means a lot to play with Coach Coffee because he always gives that blue collar mentality. He um he's working to not just make, make better football players, but better men, better husbands, and all that in the future. You have any personal goals this season? In the ring with my brothers. Okay, now we're gonna have Columbus High come up, Coach Marino. Coach, I think going into this season, that's just the time we do the day with basically allowing them to understand your strengths mentally and physically for them. Do you think that they understand uh, the transition things? Yes, sir. I think you know last year one of the things we talked about was resilience. You know, when I went out there, and those the kids knew the, the the situation I was having with my cancer, and some days I couldn't make it to practice. And I think that, you know, that they're just resilient and knew they had to get through what they needed to get through. And I, and I kind of hope that maybe them showing them that, that, you know, that it's hard work every day, you know, get you through. And, and, um, and like I said, and, and my health is a lot better, you know, thank God, you know, like I said, it's, it's improved tremendously. So, um, you know, I'm back at it again this year and, and, and showing these guys, that, you know, you can overcome anything and just continue to work. Coach, you're one of the longest senior coaches. Actually, you are the longest senior coach out of all eight Muscogee County schools. Talk about what it means to still be coaching, still have a lot of energy and excited about this upcoming season with the Columbus Blue Devils. Well, you always tell everybody, you know, th this will be my 40th year of teaching also. And, and uh, you know, these guys just keep me young. I mean, they just do, you know, and I, you know, I can keep up on all the, the trends and everything that's going on, yeah. you know, whether I like them or not, it doesn't really matter because, you know, I'm, I'm pretty old. So, you know, like I said, these guys keep me young, and, and you know, like I said, I still like to have fun with them, and, um, and it's just a joy to go out there every day, and every time the season starts, it just gets me excited, and, um, you know, so I, I enjoy it, yes. Coach, tell us a little bit about your coaching staff. Um, the guys are on my staff. The majority of them have been with me since I've been at Columbus High School. Uh, Chris Church, who's probably been coaching almost 50 years as a retire of Kendrick when they won a state championship. Uh, Bobby Peters has, has been with me for 14 years, and I'm Keys 14 years. So um, I think the we I, we picked up a new coach this year. Everybody else has been seven years or more. So the continuity is 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 been there, and uh, the expectations are all the same. At least what comes from me, and uh, so we think we have a great staff.
Coach, if you could just elaborate on what the expectations are. You know, our, 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 our model has always been just do your job. You know, just do your job, uh, play hard, go out there and, and just give it all you have. You know, do the job that you're supposed to do. And if we all do that, you know, you can have success. So, um, you know, our, our expectations are just to go out and play hard every game and, and just, you know, till that last, the horn goes off, you know. So we have some high expectations of guys. We have some guys that are in new positions this year or getting to start that new position for the first time. So we're, we're going to see. So still some bunch of guys here. Um, to my left is Tierney McGowan. Uh, Tierney is a senior, and he's been uh, a starter for us the last four years. He is a um, – last year he was a first-team all-region offensive lineman and defensive lineman in a very, very tough um, region, which, you know, Pierre can attest to. And uh, he is also a, a state wrestling champion last year in the heavyweight division. He is an outstanding kid. He keeps kind of he, – he likes to have fun, you know, and he keeps kind of everybody loose. And, uh, but he is one heck of a football player, and we're, we're, we're proud to have him. And on my right is Robert Hartford. Robert has uh, been our backup quarterback the last, uh, last year, got to start one game um, for us the last game of the season. But he's, he's, been, he's a pretty good defensive player. Uh, so we've moved him to quarterback. He's got a great summer. I'm not sure how much defense he's going to see uh, because we need to keep him upright and make sure we have him the whole time. Uh, but if we need to use him on defense, then that's what we'll do. But we are very impressed with the summer he's had so far, and we're going to see what happens this season. So very proud. And these guys are both great students and extremely great character kids also. Okay, um, you mentioned um, Chris Church. Now, uh, I just turned 50 years old Sunday, and he was at Kendrick when I was there. So that, that goes to show you how age coaching is. How does that affect um, the staff as for having older guys, or do you have some younger coaches on, on the staff? Yeah, you know, I'm not really sure how old Coach Church really is, to be real honest with you, because, I mean, those people know him that might be older than me, you know. So, But Chris is actually very a mentor of mine. When, we, when I was at East Columbus, I, when it opened up, I went there with him. I learned so much from him. It's just amazing. And the people that know him, it's, it's just incredible. But, you know, on our staff, the guys have been around for a while. You know, we're a little old school, you know, so we have to kind of adjust to the kids a little bit. But Chris is, a, is, a, um, um, is good for all our coaching staff. You know, he, he, um, he's got just a ton of experience. And he, I think he's taught us all a lot. And he's really good with the kids, too. And he's, I mean, he's, I won't give his age, but he, as excited as anybody every year to work with these kids. So uh, he's great to have on our staff. What sets your team apart this year from years in the um, Our front seven is, is where our experience is this year, especially on defense. So we're hoping, to, you know, that we've had some issues stopping the run. So we're hoping that that changes this year. Um, but it's, it's the guys up front where we have most of our skill, uh, most of our um, um, experience at. Skill players, we've had to adjust a little bit. You know, like I said, Robert's going to be his first year. So, um, uh, we're going to see, but we're, our front seven uh, and our linemen are the best right now. Tierney, your coach talked about you were first team all region for offensive line and defensive line. So what are some personal goals this year after accomplishing that last year? I mean, personal goals when it comes to the O-line, really not that personal to me because my whole thing is trying to get that man right there to stay as pretty looking as he is right now. <laughs> <laughs> and have my running back in the end zone. Now, defense is just trying to – personally, my, my main personal goal would be try to double my tackles for loss again. That first game is going to be against Northside, which is a non-region opponent, but it is a big rival in Columbus. What does it mean to you just to come out at Kennett Stadium and have a big game against a team that you're familiar with a lot of those players that play at Northside because you probably 
grew up playing football together. What does it mean to have a good showing against the Northside Patriots? What it means to me to have a good showing is, is making a statement because if I'm going to be honest, nobody in Columbus thinks we're going to win this game. So really coming out, we beat them. That's making a statement. We we here. Being a senior this year, do you feel any more responsibility to be a leader? Honestly, it was there before, seeing as I've been starting since I was a freshman. After that senior class left my freshman year, and then the year after that they left, it was really on me to lead the line specifically. But this year, I would say it's a little bit more because I'm not only just leading the O-line and D-line, I'm leading the team. Being a leader with wrestling and football, do you find a correlation between Of course. When the whole reason that I wrestled was to be better at football. So I've learned that wrestling, it makes you a lot quicker, a lot more agile. It it helps a lot on the line, I can say. From pass block or run block? Run. Not even run, down block. <clears throat> Best block in the game, down block. Pancake <laughs> Nation. Love that. Robert, I had the pleasure of calling some of your basketball games last year. I knew you were a pretty good basketball player. I didn't know you were going to be the starting quarterback. So, with that being said, how excited are you about being uh, a starting quarterback for the Columbus Blue Devils this upcoming season? Uh, yes, sir. I'm really excited. Um, you know, I feel like we've been gelling together as a team, and I feel like this year we're going to do something special. How are those spring practices and, and getting out there and throwing the football? How confident are you that, that your line will protect you and you'll have time to throw the ball and, and move out in the pocket and make plays? I'm as confident as I can be. Um, a lot of our linemen, especially on the offense, have been starting for a long time. Um, and I just got to do my job there. When did you find out you had to start? And what are some of the things you've learned skill Um, This summer, I felt like I had it. You know, I've been back up my last two years, and then last year I had to go in on the last game of the year. And what was your other question? What are some of the um, skill sets you've been doing to prepare for the year? Yes, sir. We have a new quarterback coach. Um, he coached at Auburn and played at USF. So he's been helping me a lot and getting us ready for this season. Robert, how much confidence does it give you to get a guy like a lot. He's a uh, he jokes a lot, but you know he's he's good on the football field, and I trust him one hundred percent. Sorry about that experience of being a backup and now having a starting gig. That means a lot. I mean, I've been playing quarterback all four years, so I mean to come in and be the have it be my team, my last year. You know, it's something special. Robert, talk to me about coach. Coach Marino is you know our fearless leader. You know, last year he went through his cancer, and I can't even imagine how he could do that and then still come back. So, I mean, it means a lot to me. He's, you know, my guy. Last year, I had a running back. I mean, Brooklyn, which had many other type guys. What are some of the weapons you have this year? We've not put a small run on the Uh, I think about be about 50-50. Um, we have a good new running back, David Scott Livingston, and then we've got some wide. Coach McKenzie, you're coming from Chattahoochee County. Had a successful tent stint there for two years. 
Why'd you make the transition to take the head job here at Hardaway? Um, I just th I thought it was it was time. Um, we wanted to try to do something a little different. We wanted a, another atmosphere and another challenge. Um, just coming to Hardaway, we thought it would be a great opportunity for us to just continue to advance, elevate, and just present what we have um, to put on the field. Coach McKenzie, what are the goals for this upcoming season? Uh, for this year, it's, it's just to, to build a foundation, to establish a culture, a family, and to just do everything that we can each and every day so that we can be successful in our own individual writing as a team. What have you seen so far from your team? Um, these guys have worked extremely hard. I mean, from us coming in, changing the culture, asking them to do everything from dressing the same as a team to showing up on time when it's time for us to uh, get ready for workouts to working out hard and then going out on the field and practice and just doing things they might not be accustomed to, to prepare them for college and to prepare them for everyday life as a, as a young man in our community. Coach, can you talk about your coaching staff? Yes, sir. I brought a couple guys with me from Chattahoochee. Um, Justin Burma is going to be my offensive coordinator. Um, Marcus Young also came from Chattahoochee with me. He's going to be my defensive coordinator. They would get a good guy, uh, Chest and Owens from Taylor County. He's going to assist with the uh, defense. And um, Will Wilden, he's been in the building. He's going to do some phenomenal things and continue to build that relationship within our uh, school system and our community. And a host of uh, community guys is going to come in and do a jam-up job. And we're just trying to build a relationship with uh, Columbus State and other uh, colleges around the way so that we can tap into coaches and, and give kids an opportunity to get into our great profession. Coach, this might be your first year. You might be new to Hardaway. Certainly not new to the coaching thing. So some of the players that you've coached, obviously, have gone on and done really well. Absolutely. We uh we, we had an opportunity to go to the University of Georgia and do a seven oh seven and one thing I like about all the kids that we try to impact, you know, whether they're a five star, two star, one star, they enroll in the military, whatever the case may have you, we try to treat everybody the same. And um one thing we, we valued is when we went to UGA and competed. We didn't have a really great day because we got in late and, you know, we were, trying, we were still trying to gel and find our way. Um, but the starting offensive tackle, Marius Mim, took the time from working out and, and doing class work to come and say hi to the kids. And um, I thought that was phenomenal because it gives these kids an opportunity to see what a, a Division One athlete looks like. And it gives them something to strive for. And I know we have Michael Williams at Hardaway and they kind of know what that looked like. But um, just to see somebody who's not from Hardaway or Columbus, and give them something to work for and strive for. I just think that's phenomenal. And that's, this is what we invite as a coaching staff and we're trying to build our young men. Sometimes when a um, new coach gets to a new school, yeah, he has to revamp the whole culture. Was that the case with Hardaway or was they kind of hand out the this as usual? I think um, everywhere you go, you have to employ your characteristics and your foundation on the program. Um, no knock to anybody in which you, you know, you replace, but your values and your core beliefs may be different from somebody else. So try to come in and give the kids an, an, an opportunity to embrace what you're trying to present and hopefully they buy into it and, you know, you just continue to do those things and hopefully that you have those results that you desire. Can you tell us about the guys behind you? Yes, sir. To my left, I have Devaris Jesse. He's going to be a junior this year. Um, from day one, he's came in. He's been a, a blue-collar kid, works hard, extremely strong in the weight room, um, and he, he's, he's a great kid. Um, doesn't complain a whole lot until he's tired a little bit and we're pushing him to do things that he, he's not normally used to doing. But um, he's been a, a, a light and a, a leader on and off the field for us. I mean, he leads by example. And to my right, we have Mr. Bobby Gare, who's uh, going to be a freshman this year. We're asking a lot of him. We're going to ask him to play quarterback for us. 
We're going to ask him to just learn and grow, and we're going to do a lot of things to try to put him in situations so that he can be successful. But from day one, just like Jesse, he he comes in, and when he got out of middle school, he's running over there, and he's getting out of the car of his mom's car, and he's like, Coach, I'm late, but I'm here. And he's working, and he's leading, and we put him with the first group, and he competes with everything that he does, and couldn't be more proud than any of these guys behind him. Coach, talk about your relationship with athletic director Kendall Mills and how that has helped you into into your first season here at Hardaway. Oh, man, it's been phenomenal. I mean, that guy, I, I come in and he he just opens his arm and he said, Coach, whatever you need, brother, we got you. And he's done a tremendous job of helping us just prepare and whatever we need, just being an outlet and doing the things we need so that we can be successful. Coach, with the athletes that come out of Hardaway, including the Georgia defensive lineman, Michael Williams, how much motivation is that for your players to know that they can play at the next level because we've seen Michael do it? I think they're extremely motivated. Um, I think with having those guys and having those people before them, I think that forces them to come in and just empty the bucket every day and have a hard-nosed mentality. And they strive to do that. Um, we was at a empowerment training. I heard Dr. Lewis say, we're not as bad as we used to be, but we're not as good as we're going to be. That's kind of something that we use to our in our program right now so that we continue to grow and get to those levels that Michael and the other greats have gotten to. My name is DeVarge Jesse. I'm class 225, and I'm for the O-line and D-line. Well, talk about you being one of the younger guys. Coach already looking at you. What's that mean to you personally? Uh, big, big weight, big weight, big weight, because as a younger guy, you got to lead. Um, it's just being there for those young guys and showing them that you can be a leader too. Last year, um, how's he playing in front of his new coach? Like, what are some of the things he instilled in you to help the game get better? Uh, put a lot into me. Put a lot into me. Um, he's a man of his word. Um, five practices are more uh, harder. On you more. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Practice is more harder. Um, does everything different. Practice are longer now, so it's it's a big difference in program football. Yeah, hey, hi, yes, sir. Talk to me about the preparation that you guys have already gone through. Uh, yeah, just the preparation as the practices you guys have gone through. What have you guys kind of done? Okay, uh, big inside runs. Um, just coming out there and working out, giving effort, giving more than what we used to do. What are you most looking forward to this season? Uh, most most looking forward to this season. Getting better, better than last season. Big results, more results than last season. What are you looking forward to the scrimmage tonight against Brooks County? Uh, we're just coming out there and we're gonna play hard, try to dominate, doing everything right, getting better, brick by brick. Uh, tell us some things you've done to improve your technique heading into this year. Especially uh, when a, your coach was a former offensive line coach. Uh, big, 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 big things I was doing. Um, hit slides are way better. First steps are way better. Um, and done. Uh, I mean, coming in as a freshman, man, coaches already expecting good things. What does that mean to you? It means a lot. Because, you know, coming in as a freshman playing the first year with Coach McKenzie, it was good. How long have you been playing quarterback? In second grade. I'm listening. Richard. Richard. Richard.
Bobby, you're going to be battle-tested immediately playing Carver, playing teams like Troop County. What does it mean just to get some reps, getting that playing time against non-region opponents, getting you ready for region play? Uh, we just got to go out there and compete, play our best football that we can, and try to get better every week. Talk about your relationship with the quarterback's coach, because I feel like that's the guy you're with a lot, and has he prepared you heading into this season? Of course. Yeah. I'll be with him almost all day. Talk every day about offense, what we want to do against Brook County today. Can you say his name? Who's the quarterback's coach? Justin. Bobby, you, you were an excellent player in middle school as well. You reached as freshman 300 yards last year. Talk to me about how that translates to high school preparation. And how do you feel? How confident do you feel? I feel very confident, you know. Trying to help my team get better, uh, win the season this year. Year one, what are you most looking forward to? Just to help our team win more, get better every day and every week. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Thank you. Okay, Jersey High School, you're going to pop up? Coach, I remember you from last year. Yes, sir. How was it for you that first year? Tough is an understatement. It was tough. Um, the guys gave me everything that they had, though. So, I mean, this year, I'm, I'm just letting everybody know we're playing everybody on the schedule. We're going to be angry when we come to your city. That's all I got to say about that. Coach, you come in with a lot of energy, um, I, I, no one around the community. You talked about establishing a culture. That was the biggest goal for that first season. You feel like you did that? And what are some of the things and expectations you want to improve on heading into this year? Well, I'm just trying to raise boys to men. We never talk about wins and losses over there at Swarm County. Um, I got rid of some bad apples, which, you know, every team has them. But it's a certain standard we have to play for me. We don't talk about wins and losses. We talk about being better people at the school and in the community. That's really important. And that's what's more important than I think winning a region title, winning the state championship, better young men. If you look around Columbus, Georgia, in this community right now, it's a lot more bad going on, a lot more good. So I'm trying to raise boys to men right now. Coach, what did it mean to play a full season last year with the situation that happened two years ago and it meant so much to the community? For Jordan to go out there and play a full season? Well, it meant a lot. I mean, last game of the season, I think I had 18 guys dressed out. I had my starting quarterback had a concussion. My backup quarterback got hurt the first quarter against Kendrick. So we put in a backup and just snapped and let him ran for three quarters, which didn't work out very good for us. So this year, going into preparation, um, we're still very young, but a lot of guys that contributed to the team last year have now one year of varsity experience. So that's going to help us out really well this year. What's your biggest goal? On the field. My biggest goal is for my kids again to play a 10 game season and for us to surprise somebody. We uh, we break everything down in respect right now. I know no one in the state of Georgia respects us, and that's great. I love being an underdog. Love it. Coach, how do you get your guys to buy into the program? Talk about the wins and losses. I know it can be difficult. Correct. Well, like I tell them, if you're around me, you're only going to get better. I want you to be better, young man. My first thing, I want every player on my roster to graduate high school. A lot of guys don't end up finishing. We have a lot of kids walking around Columbus High School now who were great in high school, who still walking around Columbus, Georgia right now doing nothing with their lives. I don't want none of my guys to be like that. We're raising men of standard over at Jordan High School. So preparing for sports is great. Uh, we've been working hard this all season. Uh, I have about 50 guys out there with me last year. There's 22 more. And what I had last year, so we've just been preparing, working hard, hitting that weight room, and getting out on that field working. Coach, thank you for your inspiration for not just your football team, but at the Yes, sir. And uh, I 
I know wins and losses and scoreboard means a lot, but how do you talk to your team about you know, how they can win without, obviously? Right, and, and I just talked, going to college, getting a high school diploma, getting a college degree, that's how you win in life. You know, Michael Jordan's one of the greatest players to play basketball ever. People don't really talk about him by playing basketball anymore, but I still wear Michael Jordan's shoes. He's still known for his shoes. He's not known for playing basketball anymore. He's known for something different than what he did. Everybody's going to stand in line for those Jordans. They're not going to go watch him play any more games, but on Saturday morning when those Jays come out, they're going to be there buying them. So that's what I'm trying to teach my guys. It's more like, yes, do I want to win football games? Yes, sir, I do. And it's coming. That, that freshman class I brought in last year, when they get to be seniors, I already talked to Ryan Hudson, who's the principal, and Russell Scott. We're going to be really dangerous. Coach, you can just talk about your coaching staff and elaborate on who you have with Well, first off, um, I only brought one coach back from last year. You know, different mindset. Um, I'm bringing in coaches now to understand what we're trying to do. You're not coming to this school this year thinking that we're going to the state championship. I got to have coaches that can build year by year so we can build something, change the culture. So I revamped the staff. I got rid of my OC. I got rid of my DC. If you want anything done right, you got to do it yourself. So I'll be calling offensive plays this year. Hopefully that'll be a whole lot better than what we were last year. Defense, Jesse Arnold. He's a defensive coordinator of the semi-pro team, the Columbus Storm right now. Uh, I brought in some young guys. I got Coach Hagan from Hardaway. I got Coach Matt Daniels from Columbus High School. So I just brought in a good group of guys that's on the same mission that I'm on. Let's talk about the culture. What's the model? What's the goal? The phrase was has always been since I've been there. Self-esteem is how you feel about yourself. We don't worry about what nobody else is doing, but the guys behind me and the guys I have over at the school right now. Coach, you mentioned that you're invested into changing boys. Yes, sir. What are some of the things that you get from me at school? Like, do they have to dress up day? Do they have to do community service? Yes, sir. Game day is always business, shirt and tie. It's non-negotiable. But you don't dress. You don't go out. You don't go with us. You stay at the school. Um, we have LCA two days a week now. Pastor Philip Nathan is our pastor from Wimbledon Baptist Church. He comes over. We do devotion. We talk about life. Um, guys that don't have Bibles, he well, next week, everybody has a Bible. So I'm trying to teach them different ways of being young men. Um, this year, we're doing Habitat for Humanity. We're doing Feed the Valley. I want them to get their face out in the community, and I want them to help people. In order to help yourself, you know, you got to help people sometimes. So that's a few little things that we got on tap for this season. Coach, can you talk about the players you brought with you today? So to my left, we have Braden DuPont, who's a sophomore, starting offensive lineman, defensive lineman as a freshman. My middle, Claude Ballard, he'll be my starting running back. He, he's my joker on defense. To my right, we have Cameron Howard, senior, fullback, linebacker. Cameron Howard uh, played football at Jordan High School, I think his freshman year, but then he quit because the previous coaches would lie to him when he got out there, tell him he could run the ball, and they put him on the O-line, D-line. So he walked off. He's one of the best wrestlers in the state of Georgia in 2A. So this offseason, I was recruiting my tail off trying to get him to come play football. He's my starting fullback. I promised him that he was going to get touches on the ball, First one in the weight room, last one to leave, last one to clean up the locker room. Yes, sir, no, sir. He's one who you want to take your, your daughter, want to go to the prom. So he's a great guy. Great guy, Cameron Howard. Coach, you won some awards last year. What does that mean to you personally? And talk about your relationship with Coach Scott. Well, to, to me, it's not about me. It's about this team. I'm not one of these coaches who's a five-star tweeter. I'm not getting on Facebook, acting like, you know, I'm the best coach in the world. I'm not doing all that. It's about these kids. I didn't get into coaching for fame or fortune or money. 
I got into it to make men better in this community and to make them feel better about themselves. So that award, I feel like, was a team award. It's not about me. It's no courage. I grew up in a single-parent household with three boys. That's having courage. Coaching football, making men better, that's not courage. I'm having fun right now. Any relationship with Coach Scott, the AD? Great, uh, great relationship. Came in. He thought, I guess he thought, you know, I was going to be like the rest of them. Say, stay there one year. Things get hard and leave. I'm not going anywhere. Not right now. We're here to stay. Braden DuPont, O-line, D-line, uh, class of 2026. Braden DuPont, O-line, D-line, class of 2026. Braden, with the addition of another football stadium, you'll have more exposure, more times to play on Friday. What does it mean to get out into the community and show the community of Columbus what Jordan football is all about? Um, it means to me to try and get people's respect and to be better off as a person. Talk to me about coach. Uh, which coach? Coach Jenkins. Uh, honestly, great guy. He sticks to his word. He plays around, but he works hard. He'll play with us, as in like joking and everything. But when it comes to football, he doesn't play at all. Talk about uh, coach. Talk about respect. A lot of people not respect you. How do y'all really hope to turn that around? Uh, sometimes some of the players will meet up at the field and we'll help each other. And like when we're on the field and we're practicing, sometimes like when I'm on the O-line and I'll help out the D-line with the plays and what they go and what their assignments are. Coach mentioned the idea of surprising some folks. How confident are you that that's going to happen? I'm 100% confident. Cameron Howard, uh, fullback, class of 2024. Coach talked about how you quit previously a few years ago because the coaches that fly to you made you be an offensive lineman, which you don't want to do. How does it feel to have a guy believe in you and letting you do something that you think you're going to be really good at, which is playing the, the running back position? Um, it really means a lot to me that he really put all that trust into me and um, he sees something in me that I might see, might, might not see myself, but at the end of the day, I just thank him for giving me an opportunity to uh, show him what I could do. What does it mean to you to be a Jordan Red Jacket? Um, it means... It means a lot. It means being um, respectful, being kind, being presentable, not just in class or in school, outside of school, in a work environment. It doesn't matter where you where you are, as long as you're being respectful, accountable, present. present. Coach mentioned that you're also a wrestler. Mm -hmm. How much has Coach Scott impacted your mindset as an um, he he's, he's impacted me a lot. He's one of the one of the best coaches I've ever had. He's instilled a lot of, a lot of uh, respect, and um, he he always says that just take it one day at a time. You get better. You can't get better. Hey, just keep on doing what you got to do, and the results will show. How do you and your teammates hope to change the culture? This year, I feel like we we really got a chance to surprise a lot of people. On, um, August twenty sixth, I feel like I feel like a lot of people are going to look at us differently the way that we play Columbus this year. So just stay tuned. Coach Martin, you're in your second year this year. You were, we talked to you on the Sports Richard Radio Show in your first season. You're trying to establish a culture. You know there's winning pedigree at Kendrick. What are some of the things you're trying to implement this offseason heading into year number two to make y'all successful? Um, just to keep building on our foundation from last year, um, just growing mentally and physically and just knowing that the mentality that we have will make our kids understand the heritage and the legacy that was once at Kendrick before. Coach, this is your second year at Kendrick, and this is your ninth year coaching. 
How much does your previous experience help you, Ace? Um, I think my previous expen uh, experience has helped out a lot. Um, I've been at a variety of different schools, um, bigger size schools and small size schools. So I think those combinations have helped um, with what we're doing here at Kendrick and help building the culture that we're trying to establish. Coach, many people remember the Kendrick Cher Cherokees who won a state championship back in 1992. Uh, what is it going to take to get Kendrick back in the community of Columbus, back on a championship level? Um, in order to get Kendrick back on a championship level, we have to start getting the kids that's in our community start coming back to Kendrick. That'll be the main thing to start getting our legacy back. Um, if we can keep our kids in a Kendrick zone at Kendrick, that would be the biggest thing to help us get back to that legacy that they once had. Off that. How do you really get people to buy into the program? Um, just to continuously just show the community that we're willing to be a part of the community, establish ourselves in the community, and not just be about football. We do community uh, food drives. We uh, do reading programs at elementary and middle schools as well. So just trying to be established in the community so they can see what we're doing. Coach, what's the goal for you guys this season? Um, to win more games than we did last year. Um, that's the biggest goal, just to stack wins on more wins than we had last year. What do you hope to implement this year to change the culture? Um, the biggest thing is just a commitment all around, not just when it comes to football, but academically and being a part of community. Those things makes us uh, our players a whole and not just being football players, but being better members of the community and better students. Coach, with playing most of your home games at Otis Spencer Stadium this year, what does that mean to the team to play under the bright lights with the state-of-the-art stadium down in South Columbus? Um, I think it means the world to us. It's, it let us play in our community. Um, being a part of the community is something that we're trying to establish and it assists us with being a part of the community and not have to travel uh, to connect on the other side because it's hard for our fans sometimes to get there. How many seniors you got Um, I really don't have that many seniors this year's upcoming year. I think we have five, five seniors for this year. Um, we're really junior and sophomore heavy this year. Um, a lot of those guys had got playing time last year, so I think they're this upcoming season they'll really see um, the experience that they showed last year. Coach Martin, being exposed to a program like Griffin, obviously takes a good job at the Kendrick College. Big difference. Um, Are you excited about the players and talent level? How do you stay motivated? How do you keep your staff and your players motivated and keep it moving? Um, we stay motivated by seeing the future. Um, knowing what's ahead of us, knowing what, what we can do if we do and build brick by brick, day by day, and continuously grow. So um, those are the things that the big programs that I were at, at Griffin, um, that we can see the same similarities. Talk about your relationship with uh, Athletic Director Andre Dye, what he's meant to you in these first two seasons at Kendrick. Uh, Coach Dye has been amazing. He's helped us out um, just in all aspects of the program exceeding to the next level and just help us grow into where we need to be. Um, behind me right here, I have Kiaris Collier. He's going to be a class of 24, a uh, running back and free safety for us. And Bakari Little, a uh, defensive back, class of 2025 and wide receiver. Um, two tremendous athletes. Um, both of them can do anything on the field skill-wise. Just ready for them to showcase their abilities and what we can do this year with them. Thanks, Coach. Yes, sir. Kiaris Collier, running back, free safety, class 24. Kiaris, yeah, talk about you being one of the seniors on your team. Got to step up. Know everybody looking up to me. Got to put in work. <clears throat> Talk about your relationship with Coach Barton and what he's meant to you. Because you had a previous coach your first two years, and now having him your last two years, how awesome has it been playing for Coach Martin? Yeah, awesome. One of the best coaches I've ever had. 
believe me more than I believe myself. That's all. How have you been mentoring uh, freshman running backs or just third period or underclassmen? In prison, you know. If I see one on slack, just get behind him, keep patient, keep working with him, teaching him the steps. How are you and your team open the bounce back? Mm -hmm. You just gonna win more games than one last. Yeah. Do you have any personal goals this season? You just wanna stay out bound. What does it mean to be a Kendrick Cherokee? It means look, I transferred a 10 grade year all the way. Came back. It's like the foundation. Ricard Littles, past 25, wide receiver DB. Our coach is expecting a lot of big things out of you this season. It's an honor. It's a privilege at the end of the day, you know, to have that, you know, status on, on the team, things of that nature. He talks about your relationship with Coach. Uh, Coach Martin, um, when he came in, you know what I'm saying, you could tell it's a, it's a it's an honor to play for a guy like this. You know, a coach like this, you know, from Coach Slappy to him, it was a big change or a better change. I could say that. What are you looking forward to most about playing in front of the bright lights at Otis Spencer Stadium? Uh, we just we coming to compete. You know, it, it don't matter about the stadium or where we playing. That it, we come to compete. What's your favorite position? Is it wide receiver? Is it DB? DB? No doubt, DB. I want. I like the dark side. So, what's your <laughs> what's your personal goal then heading in this year at, at DB? Uh, I got all region last. I want to be all state defensive player of the year. I also want to, like Key said. I want to go to the playoffs. I want, I want to do something like better, you know, put us on the map again. What is it going to take to put Kendrick back on the map? And we know the community knows that Kendrick had won a state title in 1992. But they, a lot of proud Kendrick alumni have been in this community. Kendrick, one of the oldest schools in Columbus. I and mean, what is it going to take to put Cherokee, the Kendrick Cherokees, back on the map? Uh, like Coach said, buy-in. Know what he's doing. Coach knows what he's doing. We just got buy-in, work. Weight room, all that, you know, just work, fun to work. Okay, Thanks, guys. Coach Orpeza, you had a fantastic year last year, winning a region championship, had the city on fire. What's your expectation going into this year? I know you lost a lot of seniors, but you got a lot of young talent that can step into their place. Right, expectations, you know, it, you know they say it's harder to uh, sustain, sustain success, so we're hoping we sustain some, but – you know, just like every coach, we're trying to take it day by day. We're trying to have a great practice today and put those days together. And then hopefully, you know, we put weeks together and, and have a successful season. But we're not necessarily looking looking towards the end. We're looking towards today at 4 o'clock. Coach, how is it, the team going to be able to overcome a loss of, of Malachi Hosley, who scored a majority of the points last year? What is it going to take to to make sure that, you know, somebody steps up and – Fills the shoes of Hosley, what he did last year. Right. Great young man. Um, great player. I tell everybody he's he's actually probably a, a better person than he is a player. He was a heck of a player. But if Malachi were sitting here today, he'd tell you, um, you know, he couldn't have had all the success with all these guys behind us, his offensive line. So we're going to have that same motto. You know, we've got, we've got plenty of guys out there that can, you know, step up to the plate. So um, while losing Malachi – Good player. We'll we'll be fine with the guys that got. We're gonna have plenty of guys that step up. Coach Greenback, your starting quarterback. How pivotal is that to your offenses? Oh, it's 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 tremendous. It's um we're fortunate. We've got a great quarterback in Caden Clay right here behind me. He he stepped in as a freshman game 
four or five against Whitewater, who was a quarterfinal of that team. And the plan wasn't necessarily to start him as a freshman year or had a senior go down. But, boy, did he step up and do a great job. And then he took the step as a sophomore, the next step as a sophomore. And we're hoping as a junior he takes the next step. So we're looking forward to having him back. Coach, you had a beast of a uh, linebacker at the Lopez you with Jacksonville State. Mm-hmm. So how would that be asking you to play for him? Same situation with uh, Matakawa. Right, yeah, yeah. Same, same type. We, we've, got, we've got one guy that comes to mind. We've got several. But, you know, Ward Walker, for, from a production standpoint, might have – Outside of it, Eric Cowling last year was probably our most productive in terms of statistics, and then Ward Walker was right behind him. He had five sacks last year, 82 tackles. Um, he's returning. Then we've got a couple guys that played some last year um, that are going to step up to the plate. So, you know, we'll be just fine there. But, yeah, you know, Deloach's a great player, but we'll have other guys ready to go. Well, you know, we're fortunate. We've got seven off the top of my head in the building, seven guys that have been together. This is year four, um, and those seven guys have been together. We added two new coaches. We've got 11 total, and, you know, I, I, I can't remember who asked it earlier, but um, a head coach is only good as an assistant, and, and we're fortunate. We've got guys that really work hard, care about the kids, coach hard, um, always there, you know, constantly doing the right thing. So um, we've, got, we've got a good, you know, continuity in, in our staff. So. Coach, y'all have a social media page, which y'all do a good job promoting all of your athletes and stuff like that and moving them to the next level. Is that ultimately the goal as you as a head coach? I know you want to win state championships, but I think you're more proud of your guys going to the next level and being successful. Right. It all goes part of it. And now I've been remiss to say, you know, when we first got here, I knew social media was a need for our program. Now, I, I can't do it. But um, I met with our offensive coordinator, Coach Harrelson, when we first got there and I said, hey, We've got to improve in this area. And boy, did he take off with it. He's, in my opinion, he's the best, best that I've seen around. And he does a great job with it. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, we want our guys to have opportunities at the next level, whether that's going to play football, or going to the military, or going to school. But I think, um, you know, the social media piece isn't about us, it's, it's, or it's not about me, it's about, it's about the kids. You know, how, how can we put those kids in a positive light? Piggyback off that, um, how does that all mesh together when it comes to? Well, I think it starts from the top. I think it starts from our principal. And um, they also do a great job in the marketing department of promoting our school in a positive light, whether it's football, the arts, you name it. And I think that helps create an atmosphere where kids are getting a quality education, but also having a good time. And those kids want to be at our games, whether it's football, volleyball, softball. And I think our administration has set the foundation or, or set the standard in terms of we want to market our school in a positive light, and then the kids want to you know, be a part of it. Coach, the Northside fan base really came out to Kennett Stadium and supported the Northside team. You had a successful season last year, making it to the second round of the playoffs. And how can you duplicate that success from last year coming into this year? Well, like I said, we're not going to worry about duplicating just yet. Um, you know, last year uh, we won the region championship. First region championship it was all good. And the guys can tell you, I don't think we spoke about the region championship until that week. Um, so we're going to worry about having, we got a little inter-squad scrimmage today playing. We're going to worry about that today and then and go from there. And then we got a scrimmage against Hurd County next week. And we'll take it, you know, day by day and week by week. 
Yes, DeCorey, DeCorey Latrell, he's a senior defensive back. Um, he's kind of taking the reins, or he is taking the reins at, at corner. He's been with us four years and is bought into what we're trying to do. He's a guy that hadn't played a whole lot his previous three years, played some last year. He's a guy we're going to depend on heavily this year, so we're looking forward to him having a great senior season. DeCorey Latrell, EB, 2024. Well, coach was talking about how this year he's going to really rely on the um, it means a lot. It means a lot coming from Coach O. Coach O is a coach. You, you really got to, you know, yeah. See y'all videos on social media when y'all were locked in. It's like you just coach, electrified me. It's amazing that locker room. It's like, it's like a family. It's like a brotherhood. It's like something that you won't get at home. It's like the energy is just amazing. Um, it means a lot, but as Coach O said, we're not worried about it. We're gonna go day by day and see where it takes us. I know that the saying is taken one game at a time, but with the non-region games, you have big rivals, and then you have your region games with only five teams in the region. How important is it? to get off to that fast start and win the region games to make the playoffs. It's a very it's very important because it's some team in that region that gonna give us a hard time. It's a team in Muskogee that's gonna give us a time. So it's, it means a lot it's gonna it's very good. What's the personal goals for yourself? Uh wanna go all region D V lead in intercession, probably break school history, probably all state display of the year. We spoke quite a bit about the culture at North Side, but what does it mean to you to have it means a lot. It's like you got people on your back ready to die for you, ready to break it back for you. Oh, uh, yeah. Caden uh, Clay, quarterback, 2025. Kate, how important is it getting into the weight room, especially this offseason? That's a big part of Northside. We uh, we we work hard in the weight room, and Coach O is our strength coach. He works us hard, and you know it just it really correlates to football and helps us throughout the season. And you were a major part of the success of leading the team last season. How do you hope to really come back and step up the team? You know, we lost a lot of seniors, so I really do have to step up this year and be a leader. And I like to lead by example, and just you know. Like body language is a big part with me. Like if I make a mistake, because I'm gonna make mistakes, happens with everybody, and you know I just gotta pick my team up around me and lead others. You um, how mistaken I feel the game that uh, it was an injury. Just to heal the quarterback, he came in as a freshman. Yes, sir. You've been the leader of the team. You got real big shoes to fill. Tell me how that journey's been coming as a freshman. Man, I'm not gonna lie. When when he got hurt, my heart dropped to my toes. I was I wasn't I'm, I was so scared to go in. But I mean, I realized that I had to accept it and step up and be the lead the team. And I ended up being the starter ever since. So you know, it's been it's been a great journey. Hey, personally, yeah, what have you done to get better? You have done this season last year. What did you do personally? Man, I've I've uh. 
I've been to a lot of camps this year, and uh, I like to get work on my own, go to the field, throw with some of my receivers, get their timing down and everything, throw some routes. And my dad, I work with him a lot. He played quarterback in high school, so I give thanks to him. You know, he helps me a lot. Okay, you were kind of thrown into this position last year, close to last year, but being that you had now almost a year of I'm very confident. I'm confident in everybody around me, too. My receivers, they're going to catch it. I'm going to get it to them. My line, they're going to block for me. I trust them. You know, I'm going to move in the pocket, do what I can. All we got to do is win games. And we're going to. Dude, you're an incredible athlete. you got a heck of an arm, a really strong arm. Uh, how do you feel this year letting Caden cook and letting you just take over the offense and, and be who you want to be as an athlete? Man, I can't wait. I just – I love playing football. It's It really is my, my life. I mean, I dedicate everything to it, and I just can't wait to show people what I can do. Can you elaborate on that comment? I saw a couple of Northside games last year where they did whatever they took to stop Malachi Hosley. They put seven in the box. You rolled out of the pocket and made incredible plays. How can you just improve your skill at quarterback and just to continue being the playmaker that you were last year? Uh, I could work on, you know, getting out of it, moving in the pocket, and just being more calm back there and just, like, getting it to my receivers better and just really just being a leader. I saw you make a, um, several touchdowns last year. Did the um, coach tell you to come stay in the pocket as long as you can or do you have permission to take off and sit at home? I really yeah, I have permission to take off whenever I see it. We have design quarterback runs and everything, and we do that, but – it's really just whatever I see, because the, they can't coach me what I see in the game. But, I mean, they can get me there, but it's whatever I see, I just got to trust my instinct. What does it mean for you to play from north side, our side? What does mean? I moved to north side from Smith Station my freshman year, and first day of summer workouts, I fell in love with it. I just – it was the, the culture, the atmosphere there. It was just incredible. I love it. Thank you all very much. Thank you all. Good job, guys. Thanks, guys. Shaw High School. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning, Coach. Alright. Coach, this is your first season with the Shaw Raiders. Like, yes, last year, Coach Harrison stepped up in downtime. What's the foundation that you're in here? Uh, it, it was a blessing uh, to, to take it to where, uh, from where Coach Harrison left it. That's a tough situation for anyone to to hop into, and he hopped into it. He hopped into it. Um, all guns blazing, and he did an amazing job of setting the foundation and keeping those guys together, as well as the administration and staff. That's a, a traumatizing event that could ruin many programs, ruin many people. But I saw a lot of resilience in them being able to continue and also succeed. What does it mean to you to be able to keep him on as athletic Oh, It's great. It's great working uh, with and for Coach Harrison. He continues to groom me. Any guy that has 20-plus years of experience in the profession that you're in, it would be foolish not to, you know, uh, take the, his words and, and get those different nuggets that he has to offer. So we work well together. I'm grateful for him. Piggyback off what he was just talking about, uh, establishing your culture heading right. into this year and trying to get Shaw back to Shaw you, which we've known for many years. Uh, you feel like this offseason you accomplished a lot of that? Well, getting it back to where it was, that won't be a one-year feat. So um, <laughs> that's not even the goal in regards to this singular year. But this year we want to attack the process that's been our model all season uh, since February. And that means attacking day by day, 
attacking the small things and they'll lead up to the big things. So once we attack the way we work, attack the way that we prepare, attack the way that we attack the classroom, as well as be uh, citizens and, and great stewards in the community, everything will take care of itself. Coach, there's a lot of talk in the community about what it means to be a Shaw Raider, the Raider way. There's a lot of pride winning the state title in 2000 with Coach Flowers, and you're coming in to a program off to a hot start last year, making the playoffs. Uh, what are some goals to set the culture for Shaw U? Right. Everything we do, we want to compete and compete at a high level. So what that means, we're not going to back down from anyone. Uh, we're not scared to play anyone, and our play should show that. So on the field, uh, we, we always say 11 guys to the ball, offense, defense, special teams. Uh, and having that, that no back down mentality and, and showing it and embracing that culture. So I think that's the most important thing. Coach, it's been some time with you yesterday with you and your players, and I was making a statement to you that uh, you just look like, you know, you don't look like a first-year guy. You walk around, you just move it, and you skills with your players and your coaches. You were built for this. Talk about that confidence that you have as a first-year coach. Um, I think that's just a characteristic trait that I have. And it comes with preparation and it comes with uh, I'm, I'm a Christian. So I'm a God fearing man. So it comes with purpose. So I feel like I'm working in my purpose. So there's no need to, to shy away from anything. I think this is where I need to be. And I'm at the, the spot where I need to be at the current time. To piggyback off that, this is your first year at Shaw, but you've been around our area quite a bit. Started with Northside, later with Carver. How much has that experience helped you coming ahead? Tremendously, tremendously. Anytime you spend you know, six, seven years at a spot, uh, you, you go through different experiences with people or situations, and those things help groom you and shape you into being who you want to be. So you take the good and the, the bad and you kind of combine it and, and come up with your own coaching methodology and uh, the way of doing things. So um, work with great people at my previous spot. And a lot of people forget my start was at Northside High School coaching. So um, I grabbed from Coach Ingram as well and that staff, moved on, and I, I coached with three head coaches at Carver. So, yes. The, the, the experience definitely shaped me to who I am today. Being a head coach now in your very own city, what does that mean to you personally? It means the world because this is the city where I, I grew up, I played football, it's where I fell in love with the game. And so to be back in the same spot and serving the community and the children that come from the same spot that I come from, um, I can understand what they're going through, what they what they are going through on a day-to-day -day basis in the community, uh, as well as how they're growing up. So uh, to pay it forward to the next generation, it means a lot. Talk about the players. It's going to be uh, a while for you to get back to the Raiders from Shaw U. But um, how was your recruiting this year with freshmen? It's like, it's like every kid I asked every going to Shaw this year, and I was curious to understand it. Um, how was your, your, your freshman recruiting? I'm not sure what you mean by recruiting, but uh, I am happy that people seem to uh, gravitate towards Shaw, and I think it's our movement. I think it's people are seeing how hard the guys are working. And I think they're doing a great job. These guys behind me are conducting themselves the right way in the community, as well as reaching out on social media and talking about the changes and thinking about how excited they are about um, this upcoming year. Talk about the players behind you. Who are they? To my far left is uh, Nick Bates. This is Nicholas Bates. He's our quarterback, starting quarterback. He played last year. He was started last year. Um, very excited about him and his growth and embracing the, the leadership role. Uh, I kind of placed it on him early and uh, challenged him to become a better leader on and off the field and be more verbal and doing things the right way and leading the team. And he's, he's meeting that challenge and learning every day. Next, I have uh, Jaquivis Mason, Pooh, as we call him, who um, is playing tight end for us. He's going to play some tight end, some H, a lineup in the slot as well. He definitely had to earn that number that he has on his chest. 
and uh, he accepted that challenge and he's been working and, and, and being very vocal and being a leader kind of turned to 180 for us. So that's what we needed. Uh, Christian Kimbrough, number 78, that's the voice that I call him. He, he's the guy that you're going to hear uh, all throughout the locker room, all throughout the weight room, getting the guys amped up and as well as leading, having great grades, just as well as all these guys. And he's a junior uh, offensive lineman. And Josiah Williams, number 14, is my quiet storm. Um, it's hard to get a word out of him, but as soon as you, you strap him in some pads, he makes more noise and makes the most uh, – talks the most with his pads. So he's that guy, very physical, very fast, great athlete, uh, great kid as well. We're going to snap the ball and we're going to try to get in the end zone. Uh, Nicholas Bates, quarterback, class 2024. You're returning from last year. What are some of the things you've learned from uh, Coach Gardner heading into what's going to be uh, hopefully a fantastic senior? I learned just moving faster and being like a better person and just thinking on the fly. It just made me be like a better football player. Nicholas, what are some of your personal goals this year? Uh, we don't really have personal goals. We just have real team goals. We're just trying to get past the first round, first round of playoffs. Being in the spotlight at Shaw and just being in front of those fans, really, what is it going to mean to you to just get off to that hot start, going out and playing a team like Marion County, playing Kendrick, to start the season before you get ready for region play? It's just going to teach us how to, like, play, just, like, keep like, working hard, and we're just going to keep the little hot street rolling. Nicholas, you're now a leader on the team as a senior. What does that mean to you? It means a lot. It means I can just mold my younger uh, freshman coming in and just keep the culture rolling. Coach has set a standard for us, and he's not moving it for nobody. It means a lot. It means everything. It means like working hard and just being fast, just being a hardworking young man. What are some of the things you've done to yourself? I've been working with uh, our offensive coordinator, Coach Peacock, with my footwork, with my throwing, and my just thinking on the fly, just being an all-around reader. Josiah Williams, outside linebacker. Josiah. I had the privilege of calling some of your basketball games as a public address announcer. I know the athlete that you are. Transitioning to football, really, what does that mean, playing a multiple sport and getting ready for football season? How does that help you prepare for football season? Um, basketball, it just, like, it really helps your footwork, you know, getting faster, and, you know, really knowing like, where you're going and stuff, to be honest. Sorry, I'm going to ask you the same thing. You're a senior, you're a leader on the team. So, I mean, it's everything I have to – Represent my team and you know uh, to show the freshman how Shaw's going to become and make Shaw great again. How have you really working your game? Uh, I've been working harder in the weight room. I've definitely been doing that and been working on my footwork and uh, accepting you know Coach Gardner's coaching methods and you know just uh, getting into that and stuff. How does being on a show in the trenches prepare you guys for media day? Because you guys are used to being in front of the camera. <laughs> it's just, it's it's just something we have to prepare ourselves for. Like, yeah. thank y'all very much. Been around a few different programs, obviously, with the ups and the downs. Of course, you know, region champion, and then of course taking over program in the county. How about your growth and uh, your development as a head coach? Uh, well, I wasn't a head coach at Stewart County, but. I was it was good to see get back on the ground floor, uh, just getting back to work and you know seeing the other side of things because I had always been in a you know quote unquote successful program. So it was kind of humbling to see it from the other side and just you know makes you appreciate the other things more and more each time. Coach, you had a tremendous year last year, winning a region championship and 
we talked about how you know that was awesome, but you want to make it to the state championship. What are some of the things you did this off season getting you ready for hopefully should be another great year? We're just working on consistency. I think Coach Orpesa said it earlier. It's, uh, it's great to start success, but we want to sustain success. You know, we're not just trying to build a team. We're trying to build a program. And you know, we took a step towards building that program, and we're just trying to keep moving forward with that. Coach, you finally got to play home games at Otis Spencer Stadium right near the campus. How important was that to have the fan base out there supporting the Spencer Green Wave in your home stadium? In our home stadium, uh, <laughs> uh, it's just you know it's a great experience. Uh, you know it's a wonderful stadium. We're excited to be there, and you know every time we can get those lights to blink and you know get the crowd moving, you know we're excited, and our kids are excited for that. Who's key player like Tyson fans with bring back some of your starters? What does that mean going forward? We're just trying to move on the lessons that he left with some of the younger guys, the hard work and you know the intensity that he brought to practice and the games and. We're trying to use those lessons to move forward and kind of filter that down through the rest of the guys. Coach, talk about yourself, how the continuity you have y'all had since you've been at Spencer. Uh, we've been fortunate for the majority of us to be together the whole time. It's our third year. Uh, we brought a new couple new coaches in this year, but you know we kind of hit the ground running, and you know we're like a you know a family off the field, family on the field. So we kind of enjoy being around each other after practice as well. So you know, to me, that continuity and that relationship we have off the field is just as important because it filters down to the kids with that family environment we're trying to build. Uh, to my right, I have Gary Gaither, our quarterback on offense, uh, region offensive player of the year. To my left, I have Dre Duncan, who's our quarterback on defense. Uh, not only are they great players and great people, they're also above three, four students, which is more impressive to me because they're going to be able to do something once they graduate, which is go for all my players. Uh, last year, Early on, I don't think we knew we could win. So we're kind of, we kind of have some confidence that, you know, now we're starting to expect to win. We're not just hoping to win. To me, that's a huge difference. When you go in the game and you expect to play well, you expect to win, it's different than, it's a different than when I hope to win. All right, Dre Duncan, class 2024, decent defensive back. Honestly, to win the region again, you know, beat Carver and going farther in the playoffs. Just going farther in the playoffs. How much does last year you know, help you guys with your confidence? Honestly, it helps a lot because, you know, everyone didn't think that Sprint would do what they did last year. And honestly, I don't think we're going to do it this year because we lost a lot of seniors. But at the same time, we're just going to show them that we're still going to compete. Talk about what it means to be the senior leader on defense. you got this offensive leader, and you're the senior leader on defense. What, what does that mean to you? Uh, I'm being honest. I'm still trying to learn how to be more of a leader on defense. Really vocal because I can show it on the field, but I really just haven't heard talk to my guys. Ray, what does it mean to be a Spencer Green Wave? It means a lot. We got so much, like we got so much love. Yeah, it just means a lot to be a Spencer Green Wave. We got so much. We got a lot of people showing us love. Gary Gates, quarterback, fast twenty twenty four. Gary, you come back in this lead of the team, man. Just kind of, what are you really looking for this season? I just feel like if everybody buy in, we'll be a state championship team. And everybody just keep working out, come to practice, being consistent. We'll be, we'll do something good. Here you have two successful seasons this year. What is each thing for you? What is your growth and your development? Uh, this year, I just, I just gotta, now I gotta act like a college quarterback because I want to get to the next level. So now I just gotta practice and take everything more serious. 
Talk about your relationship with Coach Kegler and how he's put you in a position to be a phenomenal quarterback and allowing you to use all those great skill sets that you have. Well, Coach Keg, he he the one told me I was going to be a quarterback. I didn't really know I was going to be a quarterback, but Coach Keg told me that I was going to be a quarterback. So that's just a big thing for me. And he talked to me every day about what I got to do to get better and how I'm going to get to the next level. How is being a leader in basketball helped? See, being a leader in basketball, because basketball, that's a sport I love. So it's like like I wanted to do more in basketball. So that just transferred over to football because now I want to do more and be a state championship team. So I got to lead by example, and I got to talk. On that final game of the season when you guys beat Ace Charter at Otis Spencer Stadium, what was that feeling like winning the first region championship in, in Spencer history, and what did it really mean to you and – and your family and the community of Spencer. That felt good. Like when um reason I ain't like I ain't gonna lie, I never thought uh we'll win coming in as my at my freshman year. But Coach Kid came in and he put that to us like we can be good and winning it is just that was just a step to getting where we where we wanna be. You lose arguably one of your favorite targets, Tyson. It's kinda of how you really build the core to build that relationship. Well, I wanna say Tyson was my favorite target. It was just an easier target. Um, but I got I got uh I got more targets this year and they're just as good as Tyson, maybe better. And I just like build a relationship with all of them. Coach Coach mentioned earlier that last year, you know, you guys might not be sure that you could win. And right, this year you know that is a possibility, you know that it can happen. How much does that help you? Um, knowing that we can win, it just made me do made me do more because I know that we can take that step and win the state championship. So I just want to do more and tell everybody, like just get in everybody else's mindset, like we really can win. How important is it to you this year? It's it's important to me, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's just a thing, but I ain't really worried about Carver right now. I'm worried about state championship. Carver just a, a bump in the road. You just got to get over it. Gary, you have a lot of teams in your region. There's only four make the playoffs. How important is it to have a good show? And I know you guys were undefeated in region play, but you have some incredible teams in your region like Southwest, Northeast, Ace Charter. How important is it to get these region games? Um, that's very important because that's defined your spot in the state playoffs. And I feel like if we win every game again this year, we're going to go to the state championship. What kind of personal goals do you have for yourself? Um, this year, I just want to personal goal. I ain't really got no personal goals for real. For real. I just, I just want to be successful at what I do. Coach talks about you being the. Coach talks about you being the leader. We talk about just man. What are you really looking to improve in the younger guys? Just to leave your mark. Well, I just. Well, I got um. A freshman quarterback coming in, I just want him to know like it ain't you ain't all you ain't got to be good at all times, but it's okay to mess up, and I just got to start out of him because I I used to get mad at myself when I mess up, and that made me mess up even more. So I just got to tell him it's okay to mess up, you know what I'm saying? Just try your best next next play. Thank y'all very much. I'm Richard Holdridge here for Georgia Alabama Sports Live. We are wrapping up. The Muskogee County Media Days Thrift. I got to say, that was a success.
Absolute success. Great job again. Debbie Skipworth, she put these excellent packets together. I don't know if you heard the question from DJ Jones. He was telling Jeff, if we could get this type of information as media members, every time something goes on around the Muscogee County area, it's only going to make for better broadcasts, better shows. So great job by Debbie and Jeff Battles and his staff. All in all, just an excellent day. The players were very well spoken. Of course, the coaches, as Jeff talked about, the biggest thing is not just winning and losing championships, Richard. They were more worried about making boys into men. Coach Cadell Jenkins, I mean, full of energy at Jordan. He talked about, yeah, I want to win, but right now I'm trying to get my guys to believe in themselves to say, hey, once you leave Jordan, you don't have to go down the path that some others have that have not been successful. There is a path for you to do whatever you want to do with your life. And I like hearing that from all the coaches. Um, what were some of the things that you took away from today, uh, Media Day, Richard? I was very impressed with the coaches. They were very well-spoken. They pretty much knew. Thank you, Tyler Redden. I really appreciated just the coaches. They were very hospitable and, and the players. I really liked the swagger of some of the players. I mean, you had one of the Spencer players saying his goal was to beat Carver. I mean, it, it really, it, it, it shocks the people. I mean, but that, you, people who know in this community, those are two big rivals. I mean, yeah. we have rivals all over this community, but uh, I mean, that was very interesting. I mean, we've had some pretty good sound bites. Yeah. Uh, so we had some humor and you know sometimes that is important because when you have a media day there's not a whole lot of pressure on uh, people you know people are just themselves and they're just relaxed in front of the camera and i thought it helped yeah it did help and i'm honestly going to ask tyler Redman to come up here for just two minutes i know him and uh and then i'm going to have tony if you don't mind coming up here also right now i'm going to have both of them come and sit down right here you can sit right here tyler all right, gentlemen, I got Tyler Redman here of WRBL. Tony Reese from WTVM, a very successful high school media days for Muskogee County, all eight public schools here in Columbus. We started off with Carver. We ended it with Spencer. Gentlemen, what impressed you the most about this uh, media day? I'm going to be honest with you. The standout interview, I think y'all mentioned it. I think I overheard it. The J Jordan Red Jackets, the coach from there, Cadell Jenkins, you know, he spoke, y'all Y'all talked about it, but, you know, the off the field, you know, the, the off the field characteristics of the team. And, you know, he, he really stole the show because we all know Jordan and the expectations there over the past few years have not been there within the community. But he's certainly on the path to building that back up. And that's what I think impressed me the most. But beyond that, you know, Northside won the region championship last year. Spencer had a great year last year. To hear from those guys was great. Hardaway and Shaw both have new coaches. You know, I think that's one of the talking points for sure, you know, to hear from them and how they're going to implement, you know, their way of doing things is, is going to be fun to watch as well. So we're looking forward to a, a great football season this year, as we always do in Muskogee County. Richard, I agree. This being my first one, definitely a lot of positivity that came out of the room tonight. Definitely uh, looking forward to seeing a lot of these coaches in some of their first years as well as some of the success that took place last year. I also want to give a commendation to uh, Coach Marino over at Columbus High for him to come back. Uh, no, he did a uh, health issue of that nature. For him to still come back and do what he's loved and be one of the longest tenured coaches around here, that's a pretty impressive feat that we have to just sit here and talk about for a minute. But as well as uh, some of the first-year coaches, you talk about Coach Gardner over at Shaw. I know definitely he has a lot of positivity. He looks to come in and really mold that program. And going back to Jordan, I kind of that's a heavy testament to today. They basically said they want to earn their respect. I think this is definitely going to be the season to really come out that first game and Kind of show exactly what people can expect out of this. Was there any highlights that stood out this media days? Well, there were a few. You know, you talk about uh, definitely Jordan kind of being that pivotal point, basically saying, hey, we know nobody's going to respect us. We have to come out and get it. 
I think that definitely speaks a lot of testament to the program and to what we saw last season because if you did see any of those games, it was it was kind of rough. We'll talk about that last game against Kendrick. Uh, it was about 70 to nothing. That's, that's, that's a real tough feat there, you know, so you can only imagine the team really kind of takes that to a blow. Uh, really looks to bounce back in a big way, and it sounds like Coach and his guys are really bought into the program. The guys, the guys that have bought in, and it seems like they will probably go far this season. For me, you know, to, to cap off the day, Dre Duncan from Spencer, when asked about what's the goal for the season, he simply said to beat Carver. I thought that, <laughs> that was, was incredible. I thought that was a great moment, and, uh, you know, I think that's a testament to where his head is, uh, if not the team going into this season. Gentlemen, I'm going to give you an opportunity to plug your shows. I'm excited about the Prep Zone. I'm excited about Sports Overtime. I mean, everybody likes highlight shows. And when we talk about, we want to see all these highlights, all these football teams. But first of all, how easy is it going to make your jobs knowing on Friday nights you're, we're going to have multiple games at A.J. McClone, Otis Spencer, and Kinnett? Or is it going to make your job easier? Or what is it, what is it going to be like? I just want to know what is a typical Friday night going to be like? The closer the games are, the better. I will just say that. But to have them all on Friday night and get them all done in one night the majority of the time is, is a great addition. Of course, having Otis Spencer Stadium makes that possible. And, uh, you know, to not have Thursday night games every week, you know, and to be able to reserve, frankly, people to be put in those spots to go to these games all on Friday night, that's a big impact as well. But, you know, Friday night, like, like Jeff Battle said earlier, football's meant to be played on Friday night. Oh, we all you know, agree. So uh, I, I think that's going to make it all the better. And, uh, of course, we're excited for the prep zone. Of course, 11.15 uh, p.m. Eastern, 10.15 uh, <laughs> Central on Friday nights in only a couple of weeks. So we're excited for it. It's my first full year with prep zone, but I've been around the block when it comes to high school football in this area for a few years. Joining sports director Jack Patterson, I'm, I'm thoroughly excited for this season. Man, I said it all. You know, it's a testament to what we have to see this season. Uh, definitely – MCSD is definitely going to put a lot of people on the map. It seems like a lot of teams are really confident going into the season. As always, you can check us out on WTVM Sports Leader 9. We'll have our sports overtime at 11.15 on Fridays. Check out myself and sports director Jonathan Hoppy. You can follow him at jhop23 on Twitter, as well as myself, Tony Reese TV, and Tony Reese WTVM, as well as Jonathan Hoppy WTVM. We bring you all the latest and greatest, as well as my partner here, you know, my guy. So uh, definitely look forward to all the highlights we'll have this season and definitely being with our guys Richard and uh, Thrifty. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed having you guys here as we wrap up this broadcast. Thank you so much. WRBL's Tyler Edmond, WTVM's Tony Reese. Thank you, gentlemen. It has been a pleasure and looking forward to this football season. It's going to be exciting. All right. I know Jeff, he's ready to go. It's been a long time already, so I'm going to wrap this show up real quickly. Thank you to Alliance Specialty Contractors. For all your roofing needs, make sure to contact Alliance and Jody Crum and his staff. Thank you for their support for high school athletics and all the live streaming we do for Georgia Alabama Sports Live. We will be live at Brookstone's Media Day tomorrow morning. We'll have a pre-show like we did today at 930 and then afterwards, when it ends, we'll do our recap of what happened today. Excited to talk about all these teams. Coming up on Sunday, we will start having every Sunday, we'll do a basically a scoreboard type show, in which me and Richard talk about all things that are happening athletically around, you know, college, um, a little bit professionally, not really like Atlanta Falcons and stuff like that, college more Columbus State. We're going to try to steer away from SEC and stuff like that. We talk a lot of that on Sports Visions radio shows, so mainly talking more Columbus State, Columbus Lions, Columbus Shadow to local professional and college teams in this area. And, of course, the high school teams coming up. We have some spring um, scrimmages coming up today. Hardaway plays 
Brooks County. Um, and then next week we have several scrimmage games. Then August 18th, we're starting rock and rolling. rolling. Um, so we're Can't excited wait. to be live streaming Muscogee County games this year and, and the rest of the high schools around the area. Over 20 games we have on our schedule slated to be able to broadcast. So thank you again for everyone. Thank you to Jeff Battles. Thank you to Debbie Skipworth for allowing us to have this media day. Great job by all the coaches and the players. Very well spoken. And you can listen to the Sports Vision Radio Show Monday and Thursday, 4 to 6 p.m., 92.1, Smooth R&B. You can listen to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Anywhere you find your podcast, he's also on live, WQEE and Noonan from 2 to 3. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're excited about what's going to happen this upcoming year. So on Sunday, we won't really recap too much today. I know you talked with with Tony and um, with with Tyler about what, what their um, what, what the way they view today's and, and recap some of the things they thought, some of the highlights. We're going to save that for Sunday so we don't sound redundant. So, again, on Sunday, we haven't decided a time. We'll post that on our Georgia Alabama Sports Live Facebook page. Make sure to like us on YouTube, Georgia Alabama Sports Live, presented by Sports Visions. We're also live on Sports Visions page as well. And uh, thank you to our premier sponsor, Alliance Specialty Contractors. This is it from Muscogee County School District Boardroom. Uh, again, shout out to everyone here, DJ Jones, Tony, Tyler, everyone that came on. Uh, even we saw from Terrence Flowers as well. Great job by the coaches and players. And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning at Brookstone's Media Day. Uh, Alliance Specialty Contractors. Like them on Facebook. Richard, any last thoughts? I thought it was a very successful Media Days. It's my first one. And... It was fun. I, I really enjoyed getting to know the coaches and players. Yeah. And now that we have media days out the way, it's time for some football. Yeah, it is time for some football. Great job, everybody. And we will see y'all tomorrow morning and again on Sunday. Georgia Alabama Sports Live. Fifth Baron, Richard Oldridge signing off.